It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome to Destiny Awaits You with Dr. Alicia Bowden, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, uh, seminar leader. Put your hands together and give a welcome, Dr. Alicia Bowden. Well, God bless you, people of God. Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You. Radio broadcast on tonight on this wonderful Tuesday evening, May the 2nd, 2017. I am so ecstatic on tonight. We have a epic show. And the topic tonight is real love. What's love got to do with that? At this time, I would like to just give you some housekeeping rules. I'm going to ask that you put your phone on mute until I can bring you to the platform. But all my listeners, please put your phone on mute while you're listening. At this time, I would like to introduce my co-host, none other than Dr. Dr. Gary Anthony Howe, all the way from Goldsboro, North Carolina. He's a bishop, an author, a teacher, a pastor. He is a CFO of Mansell Christian College. He also has a radio station and also a TV station that's in the merging process. So put your hands together. We welcome the awesome anointed man of God on this evening, Dr. Bishop Gary Anthony Hall. God bless you, man of God. How are you on tonight? I'm fine, woman of God. It is indeed a pleasure for me to be here, and I greet every one of you tonight in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm looking forward to an awesome teaching tonight. I believe many will be helped and benefited from understanding love. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. So what I want to do tonight is just start off with a word of prayer. So, Father, we thank you on tonight for your grace and your mercy, O oh God. God, I pray that you will bless every lesser on tonight, O oh God. God, as the word goes forth and the testimonies tonight, God, God, I pray that your um, anointing will fall on this call, O oh God. God, I pray that the cats of tonight will be set free, God. God, all those that are listening, O oh God, let them have a breakthrough. God, I pray that they will be delivered. I pray that they will be healed, God. God, move on this radio broadcast on tonight, O oh God. Let whoever is listening. God, let them be set free, God. And so, God, we thank you for your grace and your anointing, God, through these lines, God. Have your way on tonight, oh God. And we'll be careful to give you in the praise, God. Glory, God, and honor this do unto you, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So tonight we are going to be talking about love, okay? We're going to be talking about the love from the Father. We're going to be talking about forgiveness. And, you know, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a constant attitude. And many times we've had hurt people that have hurt us, but can you stand the pain? You can stand the pain if you understand God's purpose for you to forgive. So what's at the heart of Christian love? Jesus said, by this all men will know that they are my disciples if you love one another, which is found in John 13 and 35. So God lets us know that we have to love one another. Amen. 
The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt by the hearts. And that means that we can't only say we love each other, but actions also in words. In three words, I can sum up myself, everything I've learned about life. It goes on, and as it goes on, we definitely have to forgive on tonight. We've got to forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but we've got to forgive them for peace for ourselves and for peace that God has told us that we had. Amen on tonight. Forgiveness does not change the past, but it does enlarge your future. If you want to go somewhere in God, you definitely have to forgive on tonight. When you hold resentment towards another, you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional light that is stronger than anything else. So tonight, forgive. What is love? Amen. And I began to read 1 John 3 and 14, and it says, And by this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. And one of the greatest commandments is that we have to love, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, no matter what someone does to us, we got to love. So Bishop, talk to us tonight a little bit. What does godly love look like on tonight? Well, godly love is agape love, and that's the highest form of love. And that doesn't, you know, First uh, Corinthians chapter 13 talks about it in the sense that it, it doesn't hold grudges. It doesn't remember things. The pure love, praise God, and it takes the love of God to help us to love. There's basically, the Greek language has four different terminologies for love. One is agape, the highest form. Phileo, filio, where we get our word Philadelphia. And then the uh, uh, word eros, which is between a husband and a wife, sexual love. And then there is Sabbath, the, the love a mother has for a child without knowing that child's personality. When the highest form of love is the love of God. And when we have the love of God, we realize that our brothers and sisters are becoming. We have not yet became. The word of God in Ephesians chapter 4 says that, that we are to keep the spirit in the, in the bond of unity and in the bond of peace, praise God, that we are to suffer along with one another. And in the body of Christ, I found that there's a lot of people that have expectations that they have because they think they have arrived. So they look at somebody else that, that have not uh, came to the level of morality or the level of understanding or the level of discipline or the level of obedience that they have arrived at, and they begin to look down on them. But the Bible says that we put more love on our uncommonly parts. First Corinthians chapter 12 deals with our uncommonly parts. We bestow more beloved, more honor to them. So what we're doing is because we're going to bring them up into love, and we learn how to love one another. And love requires forgiveness. We are to forgive one another. And, and, and some people think forgiveness is excusing someone. I mean, just don't do it to me no more, but I'm going to excuse you this time. But I'm going to remember that thing, and I'm going to watch you. You know, but there's nothing wrong with watching a person. But to forgive means to revert one back to their former state, and not the former state in the world, but the former state in God, because that person is God's child, and God is working on them, and the Holy Spirit is working on them, causing them to become, working on them becoming the best person that they can be. So we have to suffer along with one another, but we need to watch out for one another, but we got to suffer along with one another. So in that process, we got to love. That's why the Bible says, Jesus takes his opposite. He says, love those that despitefully use you. Do good unto them, for you're heaping coals of fire on their head. 
Praise God. So what I'm saying to you is that 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 you must love in spite of, and that's what the the Bible even says. We we know we love when because we love the brethren, because and he says him that loveth not knoweth not God, because God is love. Glory to God. Love discipline. Love chastises. Love forgives. There's a lot of things that be, that's done. Sometimes we chastise our children, but we yet love them. But we're doing it because. We don't want them to have a bad behavior that's going to cause hurt down the road for them or cause them to be in jail or in prison or whatever or cause them to have an unproductive or unfruitful part of their life. So we discipline them, praise God, but we do it out of love. So when we love one another, love is something. It hides a must. Love is the only thing that can hide sin. Love will hide a multitude of sins. Oh, glory to God. Let us love one another. Beloved, he that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. Thank you, woman of God. Amen. God bless you, man of God, on tonight. <clears throat> Some of the key points that God gave me on tonight, key number one, he says loving God with all your heart is and is what we should do. That's found in Deuteronomy 9 and 6, and it says as follows. Moses first charged Israel to circumcise the foreskin of the heart and not to be stubborn. Amen. You are stubborn people. From the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came to the place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. So the first key point on tonight, we got to love God with all our heart and lean not to our understanding. And when we love God with all our heart and lean to our understanding, we are going to be in the will of God, and we're going to do what God declares and decrees that we will do. Now, we say we love God, but when God tells us to do some things, we don't do it. So tonight I want to talk a little bit about Jeremiah. He's been in my spirit. And Jeremiah was a prophet. Jeremiah was known in the Bible as the weeping prophet. Jeremiah was also known in the Bible as one of the prophets that was beaten for delivering the word of God. Jeremiah was put in a dungeon under the house of Jonathan. Jeremiah was not allowed to be married. Jeremiah was anointed appointed to reveal the sins of the people. But Jeremiah, he stood the ground. And then so God is saying tonight, can you not do this test and can you stay on the ground? And as I have talked tonight, I will tell you, do you know your words? That's purpose in your pain. As many times people can't love, they say, oh, they hurt me in the church, outside of the church. But God says tonight, do you know your words? When you know your words, nobody can stop you. Nobody can block you. No devil in hell can shut you down. So tonight I ask you, do you know your words? There's purpose in the pain. So Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 38, it says that Jeremiah was placed in a muddy hole in the ground. And when I went to research, it said it was 12 feet deep in the ground. And that's real deep when we think about a tomb today. But they put him in the ground, and they left him to die. But when you have the money and grace of God on your life, and you know how to love people, God will bring you out every single time. Amen. And sometimes point number two, loving God without loving idols. Can you love God? Sometimes we put everything else before God. We put adultery. Adultery can be our kids. It can be our husband. It can be more um, material things. But do we really love God? Are we putting things before God? Are we putting that job before God? We can't come to church and give God the praise on Bible study night. We can't never make it to church on special nights. We can't never make it to church on Sunday because we're 
idolizing money and we're idolizing our job. But God is saying all tonight, do you really love me? Jeremiah 10 and 17 says, for the Lord your God is God of gods, and the God of gods, the great, the almighty, and the awesome is Jesus. Yahweh is the only God. Deuteronomy 5 and 7. So I'm asking you all tonight, are you putting other gods before God? Because if you are, you're not showing the love toward God that you need to show. Point number three. Loving God with all that is in you. How many of you really love God with all that is in you? Because if you did, there's pain in your purpose. So even like with Jeremiah, I'm sure Jeremiah sometimes questioned God, but Jeremiah stood the test. Jeremiah is throwing the towel. Jeremiah didn't give up, but he preached and taught the word of God. And when they persecuted him, he still stood. So on tonight, I want to ask you tonight, where is your heart? Does it lie with God? Deuteronomy 10 and 17 says, he executes justice for the followers in the world and loves the sojourner giving them food and clothing. That lets me know that if there's a drunk, alcoholic, whatever the issue is, if they're whatever they are and they're sinners, we should never, we should not turn up our nose, but we should show them the love of God because the word of God says that the greatest gift is love. And if we show, the Bible says what loving kindness have I drawn thee. So where I'm going with this all tonight, can you minister to someone that may not smell good? Where is your love? Do you know your worth? Can you minister to your neighbor that mistreats you? Do you know your worth? There's purpose in your pain. Can you minister to your boss? Can you shine a light to your boss that's mistreating you? Hebrews 11 and 34 says, By faith the saints of old were made strong of weakness, became mighty in war, were tortured, shared mocking of whom the world was not worthy, but they stood. Can you stand the test tonight? Can you stand the pain? All people of God, where is your love? Do you know your love? There's purpose in your pain. Come on, somebody on tonight. And point number four, loving God with all is about loving. Loving God is we love ourselves. And the greatest gift, we got to love ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to love ourselves. We got to know who we are and who we are. Deep in the inside of us, we shouldn't be giving up. We shouldn't be quitting. When we know who we are in God, we are bad in the spirit, meaning B, blessed, A, anointed, and appointed, and D, delivered. And if we're delivered, we're set free. And when we're set free, we're able to show the love of Christ. If any man says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he does not love his brother whom he has not seen. First John 4 and 20. So tonight, if you don't love your brother whom you have not seen, how can you love God? And then come on, somebody. Love is the doorway to which the human soul passes from selfishness. we got to love with all our heart and lean out to our own understanding. When you love somebody, you don't show selfishness. You're helping somebody else, and you understand your destiny. Point number five, loving God with all is a miracle of grace. And we need the grace of God for us to love. We have to recognize sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it could be hurting. Sometimes it could make us weak. But with the love of God, we can still stand. Love is possible with God. Deuteronomy 29 lets us know that love is possible. Love God with everything that you got. Love your brothers and sisters with everything you got. You will really love until you love someone who hates you. So God told me, he said, daughter, he said, 
listen, you, you say you love me, and you say you love what I told you to do, but you never really love until you love someone who hurts you. Now, I know all of us tonight at some point has been hurt, but God is saying all oh, tonight he needs you to release the pain to walk in your promise. Romans 8 and 28 says that we let all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose. And I flip over to Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And then I go and flip over to um, Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your prayer. God, I don't understand why they must treated me, God. God, I don't understand why they violated me, they raped me, they abused me when I was a child, God. But God is saying tonight, he, he said, I allowed it to happen because there's purpose in your pain. And some of you tonight said, well, why did my wife or my husband walk out? And God said it was necessary to go to the next level in your life. It's not something you did, so don't hold the guilt to the words you said of God on tonight. God said it was necessary. It was necessary. You to go through the pain, to walk in your knowing. Everything God does is love, even when we do not understand them. You know, God allows people to die in our life. We got to go through grief. God allows a lot of traumatic things to happen, and we're like, okay, God, why? But God said, I had to allow it to happen for you to understand and for you to see my glory. And God gets the glory in everything. Even when there's a traumatic circumstance, God still gets the glory because he loves us. The chains of love are stronger than the chains of fear. Some of you are free. Some of you have been hurt. Some of you have been hurt from the past, and you have up this wall, and you have up this wall, and you said, if I put up the wall, I can protect the fear. And the fear is that she will, you won't love again. But God is saying tonight uh, to take down that very late wall. And God says, as you take down that wall, he says, I'm pushing you to another level in me. Love is not something you feel. It is something you do. They always say, Faith without works is dead. And they said, don't tell me that you love me without action. So God wants to raise for us to show action in love, whether it be to our family, that may be dysfunctional, maybe be to the person that raped you, molested you, we still got to love. Now, what are, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that love is a process. People that hurt us, it's not going to happen overnight, but we still got to love them. Learning to love unselfishly, it's not an easy task. It was counterclockwise to self-centered our self-centered nature. Because when people hurt us, we want to get back at them. You hurt me, I got you. I'm going to get back with you. But God said, let go and let God on tonight. We have got the true love of God shed abroad in our hearts. So let the true love of God shine abroad on tonight. We will show it in our everyday life. God says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And part of his commandments is showing that to somebody else. And that shall be our daily testimony. People should see in our walk. People should see that we're loving each other. Amen on tonight. We will not have to go up and down the earth proclaiming that we are a child of God. Because when we, when we walk and we talk and let people see it, our life will be said. We will show it in everything that we do. So God is saying on tonight, when you have the love of Christ, every man will know from the valley, from the valley high to the mountain low that you are a child of the king. So if you're not loving tonight, ask God to create you a clean heart and to renew the right spirit within you on tonight. And I Flip over to James 1 and 12. Blessed the man who endured temptation, for when he has been approved, he will re- receive the 
you don't show love and you got hate, malice, and strife in your heart, God, you're not going to get the crown of life, but you're going to lift up your eyes in hell. So I encourage you tonight to drop everything that's not like God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not always easy, but it's possible, Son of God, on tonight. Second Chronicles 20 and 15 says, The Lord said to King Jehoshaphat, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the battle is not yours. This battle is not yours. This battle is not yours, said God on today. This battle is mine. And because the battle is God, God is saying, let go and let me do it. You and I have to fight this battle, said God. Take up your position on tonight. Stand firm and see the deliverance that I'm bringing you, said God on tonight. And I will give you peace and death, said God on tonight. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. God said, even as you go out to face your enemies, know what the sin against. You shall prosper. So God said, put it in the palm of my hand. And God said, as you do that, you know what's going forth all tonight. Faith makes all things possible. Love makes all things easy. Come on, somebody. God told me, he said, daughter, I need you to show more love. I said, God, well, I need you to help me. And the first thing we got to do, we got to confess to God. God, I need you to help me to show more love, God. God, help me to show more grace. God, help me to do your will. And there's all of us at some point in time have had a difficult time in loving somebody. But we have to show the love of God. Philippians 3, excuse me, Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now to him who is able to do a single and abundantly, Above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us, that lets me know that I have the power to love down on the inside of me. When I know who I am and whose I am, I can declare in the creed. I declare in the creed tonight that we will love. I declare in the creed tonight that we will let unforgiveness to go. I declare in the creed on tonight that the captive on this regular show, this hearing, will be set free. Flipping over to Romans 8 and 18, for I consider, consider that the current suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which God has revealed. God, I need your glory, God, and we're going to suffer. If we want to reign with him, we've got to suffer. So sometimes people may hurt us, and we've got to suffer. But remember, it's all for the glory of God. It's never about us. It's all for the glory of God. It's not whether you get, it's not, sometimes we get knocked down. So it's not how we get knocked down, but it's the fact that we get back up. And we all have been knocked down by hurt. We all have been knocked down by pain, but there's perfect purpose in your pain. Do you know your wealth? And your wealth says that even though I get knocked down and I feel like I can't love, God, I can stay up there for it. And because the Holy Spirit is within me, good God Almighty, I know who I am. I'm a king's kid. And because I'm a king's kid, I can love you. I can love the hell right out of you. I can laugh in your face and show you divine love, even though that I know that you backstabbed me, even though that I know that you turned your back on me. I still can love you, and you won't even know. That's the real love of God on tonight. Faith is taking the first step when you don't see the whole staircase. Okay, I'm taking the first step, so God showed me a door. And God said, there's no hurt people staying at the store. God says, if you would just confess to me that you're hurting. And God says, as you walk through the door, every step that you take to walk through that door, God is saying on tonight that healing will manifest. God is saying tonight that the healing is there, that it will burst forth on tonight. Put yourself in this state of mind on tonight. Put yourself in a state of mind where you said to yourself, 
here's an opportunity for me to celebrate me. Here's an opportunity for me to celebrate that I will love again. Here's an opportunity for me tonight to say that I will behold again. I have the power within me. I have the ability inside of me to do what's necessary to love at all costs. And because of that, the Holy Ghost allows us to love at any cost. When one door closes, another door opens. And God said, many of you haven't fulfilled fulfilled the, the, the anointing in your life and the blessings in your life because you won't forgive and because you won't love right. God is saying on tonight, I'm closing the doors because you got to let it go. I'm not saying you're not blessed on this radio show tonight, but I'm saying when you forgive and let go and let God, that you will be blessed even more in this season. Amen. Hallelujah. Regretfully let go. Don't regretfully let go, but let go. And let go go with gladness on tonight. And then in life, it's a lesson. Life is a succession of lessons which we must live so we can understand. If we never go through pain, how will we know what our purpose is? If we never go through pain, how will we know what God has called us to do, and how can we love again? Is your love for real? Amen. James Brown said, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Come on, somebody. But even if people's love and intent is wrong and the motives is wrong, we still got to love them in this season because that's what God said. Love is interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life is interesting. Come on, somebody. In the end of the greatest pains become our greatest strength and our greatest struggle. So God told me, he said, daughter, he said, tell my people, it's the greatest, greatest pain that they experience. He said, that's the greatest strength that they will experience. You that you're going through, God says on tonight. It's the greatest pain that's going to make you stronger. I don't share with you won't stay in the towel. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. He said, I'm wrapping my arms around you. He said, don't quit. He said, keep on treating them the same. He said, even though they kick you to the curb, even though they put the foot on your neck, God said, love them at all costs. And just like Jeremiah, he continued to prophesy and to love the people of God. And I said, okay, God, what else do you want me to show you on tonight? I thought about Joseph, and Joseph finally understood why he was hated by his siblings. He was thrown into a pit, having his prized possession taken away from him, which was his coat. It was ripped from his body. He was sold into slavery by his brothers. He was sold into a foreign nation that did not even believe God. They, they, they idolized false gods, and he believed in God. And I can imagine Joseph was like, okay, God, why is this happening, God? Why am I going through this pain? But it was necessary. Joseph lusted after his master's wife and was falsely accused of rape after he rejected her advances. Come on, somebody. He was thrown into prison on some chugged up charge. Forgotten. He was forgotten after revealing the potter's, the butler's dream, who promised to restore him if he could interpret the dream. He interpreted Pharaoh's dream, and Pharaoh then recognized that he was a man of God. And if you keep on holding on those that hurt you, they're going to recognize that you're real people of God because they're going to see the love within you. And after Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream, God blessed him. Joseph then was promoted to oversee the finances and provisions of the land. Now, what provides the devil messing? Well, now, what gives us, what gives the enemy permission to mess with us? Come on, somebody. The devil can't mess with us. He tried to mess with Joseph. He tried to mess with Jeremiah, but he couldn't do it. Your ladder is greater than your future. Come on, somebody. Everything that you went through, every test, 
every trial, every hardship, everything that came to knock you down, it was all for your good. Go confidently in the direction of God's leading. Go confidentially in the leading of God's dreams. When he tells you to go, go there on tonight. Live the life you imagine through God in love and peace. Come on, somebody. Life is interesting, but we can walk it out. With God, all things are possible. And even as I began to study, Jeremiah prophesied four things. Ha. Huh. And Jeremiah said, God will bring a remnant back to Judea to rebuild Jerusalem and the temple. Jeremiah 29 and 10. I said, okay, God, why am I saying that to your people on tonight? And God said to tell my people that everything that they lost, I'm going to restore triplefold. And just like I rebuilt Jerusalem and the temple, God said he's going to restore and rebuild everything in your life. He said, if you allow me to come into your heart and allow me to shine in you, and if you show love, God said the rain that I promised to Judea to reveal Jerusalem. He said, I'm going to reveal every foul thing that was in your life. Everything that you love, God said, I'm going to reveal it. All you got to do is stand. And the second thing that Jeremiah prophesied, he said, God will raise up a descendant of David to serve God and judge his people. Jeremiah 23 and 5. Okay, God, what are you saying? God said, if you just love, God said, I will raise you up as a prophet to the nations, that you're able to walk in the fivefold ministry, whatever it may be. And God said, I will raise you up just like I did David. And you will preach my gospel, and you will teach my gospel about learning how I brought you out. That's why you have to go through the pain. This pain, the pain is taking you to your promise. Do you understand your worth? Do you understand God said on tonight. Point number three, God will bring a remnant back to Israel a second time to reunite the north and the south. Now, God was reuniting them. So God said in the natural today to take it. He said everybody that put their mouth on you, everybody that's broke evil against you, and when the unity was broken, God said as you will love. He said, I've got this no weapon from against you shall prosper. He said the very elite ones that walked away from you and mistreated you, God said I'm going to bring them back to unite with them. God said, he will make you the one that they need to pray and prophesy over their life. So count it not robbery when they mistreat you. God said, Jeremiah said, God will heal the spiritual wounds of his people and restore his covenant with them and build them up. Jeremiah 30 and 12, I said, okay, God, God said to tell my people on this call on tonight. He said, I'm healing your pain everywhere that you're hurting on tonight. Like Jeremiah prophesied to the people, I prophesied tonight that your dry bones will live again. I prophesy and declare and decree on tonight. Every wound that you're feeling, I prophesy on tonight that God is healing you physically, hallelujah, and emotionally, uh, I prophesy on tonight, uh, this is the last time that you are experienced hurt uh, like you're feeling now. God says, I'm building you up, uh, and this time that I build you up will be a covenant between me and you, and the world will look and say, why did they forgive that person? And they will know that you are a child of the king, so be not worried, because God is restoring you all tonight. So I'm going to bring this to current day. God is merciful and long-suffering and dealing with the sins that Ignorance of mankind, but it won't last forever. So God does have a standard that we gotta live by. Exodus thirty four and six lets us know that there is a standard that even though we sin and we come short of the glory of God, God still has a standard. And one of God's standards is that we gotta forgive, and one of God's standards is that we gotta love. 
So we got a lovely goddess. Come on, somebody. And God reminded me, Jeremiah's message fell on deaf ears. Come on. Don't let the message be fall on deaf ears on tonight. Do you know your worth? There's purpose in your pain. I've got to live on all call. God says the reason why some have turned against you and have walked away from you without reason has nothing to do with you. It's because I, God, have removed them from your life because they cannot go where I'm taking you in this season. They would only have hindered you in the next level of your life because they have already served their purpose in your life. God said let go and keep it moving. And don't feel guilty. Greater is coming from you. Some people, some of you on this call tonight, you got people, places, and things that are hindering you. But God said tonight, I'm clipping the tie. I'm breaking the chains. I'm going to set you free on tonight, say to God on tonight. God said, my favor will chase you down everywhere you go. If you want to love God, said, my favor will chase you down. I shake it above fire. God said, my favor will chase you down. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you will dwell in the house of God forever. Psalms 236, all you got to do is forgive, forgive, forget. Forgive and forget. Huh? Forgiving means that. I'm not going to keep mentioning it, but it will be in the back of my mind. And when it comes in the back of my mind, the Bible says cast down imagination. When it comes in the back of my mind that I want to slap you or retaliate, I'm casting it down in the spirit. Huh? I'm casting it down. In the back of my mind, I'm putting on the whole armor of God so that I can stand against the fiery darts of the enemy. And I'm not mentioning it every time I see you. That's what forgiveness means. When God has selected you, come on, somebody, and God has selected each and every one of you on this call to live wholeheartedly. When God has selected you, it doesn't matter who has rejected you or neglected you. God's favor outweighs opposition. Come on. We win. We are victorious. And because we don't know who we are, we can't love right. And because some of us have been rejected, we don't know who we are. So God is saying on tonight, no matter who rejected you, no matter who neglected you, God says, my love will overshadow you. All you got to do is ask me. Come on. God said, all you got to do is ask me to have a personal relationship with you, and it's done. So we declare and decree on tonight that we will have a personal relationship with God. I declare and decree tonight that God will reign in our hearts, souls, and minds. I declare and decree on tonight that we will put on the whole arm of God so that we're able to stand against the fighting of the enemy. Come on, somebody. And when I can't stand no more, I will continue to stand. Okay, God, what are you saying? God said, to tell my people, guard your heart with your head. <clears throat> guard your heart with your head. Don't guard your heart with your heart. Keep your head and heart on the same page. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying tonight, uh, don't let your head guard your heart. Because uh, the Bible says flowing through a heart are the issues of life. It starts in our mind and then it goes through our heart. Uh, so we got to watch what's in our heart. Uh, we got to watch what starts in our head because it starts in our thoughts. Uh, that's what the devil does. He starts in our thoughts and then it goes through our head. Yeah, have you ever been around somebody and you say, oh, they don't like me or they looked at me funny and Probably they're not even thinking about you. But God says on tonight, love at all costs. The lost years will be restored to you if you will forgive, says God, and show love. The lost years will be restored. For everything the enemy took, God says, I'm restoring double for your trouble. Jeremiah 31 and 1. No, God says, do you know your worth? There's purpose in your pain on tonight. Come on, somebody. I flipped over to correct um. Colossians 4 and 14, if my people which were called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will, for, 
um, his, they will heal from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and they will heal the land. That lets me know that we got to be humble. When people do what's wrong, we still got to be humble. We still got to turn away from our wicked ways. You hurt me, but I still love you. And God is working on me, but I'm not going to show the same wickedness that you showed to me. I'm humbling myself in the spirit, and it's hard for us to humble ourselves. And when I look up the word humble, the word humble means you're not showing wrath, you're not showing strife, you're not showing envy, you're not trying to get a, come against somebody, but you're being quiet, you're being still as a lamb, and you're allowing God to work on your behalf. How many of you are humble on tonight? How many of you tonight can say you truly forgive? Sometimes the word wait can feel like wait, W-E-I-G-H-T. Sometimes God tells us to wait on a thing. W-I-T, wait on it. And when we don't wait on it, it brings the weight on our shoulders, W-E-I-G-H-T. God said, some of you brought the hurt upon yourself because you didn't wait on me. God said, wait on me so that the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, is not on your shoulders. Sometimes we get in wrong relationships. Sometimes we have dysfunctional families, and that brings on hurt, and then we find our love jacked up. But God said, if you had only waited, W-I-T on me, the weight would not succumb you. Sometimes God has promises things, and it may not be the season, but God says on tonight, if you don't wait on the season, it's going to cause you hurt. If you don't wait in the right season, it's going to cause you pain. And I know people that's been married for 30 and 40 years, and God told me, he said, the reason why they're going through some things, he said they were destined to be together, but they did not marry in the right time or season. Yeah, they were supposed to get married, but they got married a little bit earlier, but before they were supposed to. So that's why there's pain in the, that's why they experience pain in their life. So be precautious tonight that you're waiting on God. Matthew 11 and 28 says, Come to me, all you that are heavy, uh, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, uh, and I will give you rest. That lets me know uh, when I'm burdened, when I feel like I can't forgive, uh, that God is taking the burdens off my heart. God is saying tonight, come before me. Um, Psalms 91, he that dwells in the secret place. Get in your secret place and ask God to hear your brokenness. Come on, come on. Ask God to hear your brokenness, and God will do just that's what he said he would do. He will heal your brokenness. The essence of life. The essence of life. The essence of God said, the very essence of life. That's the very essence of life. No matter who you are, how educated, talented, rich, or cool you may believe you are, how you treat people automatically tells all about yourself. Do you have integrity? Are you sure enough? Well, you have love. That means you're showing integrity, and integrity is everything. You hurt me, but, you know, I'm not going to cuss you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crushing that cuss. I'm not cussing you out. I'm not letting you out because I'm a woman of integrity. I can walk away from you and let God handle it. And God said tonight, some of you just need to be said, God, you got this on tonight. The essence of your life says that no matter what you're going through, your integrity needs to stand on tonight. Oftentimes we encourage others and we refuse to do the same things for ourselves. We can encourage everybody else, but can we encourage ourselves to love and stand the pain on tonight? Your trials and tribulations, your tests and situations do not define who you are. Right now you might be in a storm right now on tonight, but that storm does not define who you are on tonight. 
Hallelujah. Those of you who have testimonies about Passover and how you had to endure to love people that hurt you. God said tonight, this is the time to tell your testimony. From your testimony, it builds you up and encourages you. God is not done with you yet. Walk out your purpose, of God, on tonight. Hallelujah. Experience is not what happens to you. It is what you do, what happens to you. So we learn from our experiences. Do you know your worth? Hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. Do you know your worth? There's purpose in the pain. It was necessary. Case in point, life is too short to be caught. Dead, nurturing, animosity, strife for hatred. Do you know your worth? My worth says that I will love at all costs. My worth says when you mistreat me, I will show your kindness. Do you know your worth? Forget, forget. And keep it moving, say of God. Be happy in the midst of the pain. And sometimes that's hard. So you say, Pastor, how do I do that? And God said to love again. You gotta get in my word. You gotta seek me. You you gotta fast and you gotta pray. Key and point number one: let go of what was done to you. Stop holding on to what was done to you. Stop feeling guilty of what was done to you. Let go and let God, for the love of God, to manifest. Point number two: be grateful. Be grateful on tonight for what you have. Be grateful for what remains. And a lot of times, many of us we feel some type of a way when we divorce. Mm-hmm. And when you divorce, it becomes messy because you're like, okay, they took this and they took that. But God says, if you show this vast love, I will restore everything that you lost. God said, be grateful for the remains. Sometimes we're resentful because our house may go on foreclosure. Sometimes we may be resentful because we lost that job. Sometimes we have lost a child. We may have lost a child. But God said, be grateful for the remains. And as you're grateful for the remains, God says, I'm restoring the love that you need to keep your soul. Do you know your word? That's purpose in your pain. Point number three, look forward to what's coming next. And that's the key point. Look forward to what's coming next. After all the pain that you experience, keep your hope alive. As Dr. Martin King said, keep the dream alive. The dream stays alive. And the dream alive is the promises that God has promised to you. So in your pain, there's purpose. And in my purpose, I have to love. Amen. It is never too late for God to make changes in your life. Oh, my God. Never too late for God to make changes in your life. Don't give up and never lose hope. Keep the dream alive. God is working out something good. So God said, trust me. As you're trusting him, you will love again, say of God. Sometimes God's blessings are not in what he gives you, but in what he takes away from you. Some of you have lost some things and you don't understand. God is to tell some of you tonight that he said, if it don't come back, it was never meant for you. So God said, let it keep on walking away. He said, as you let it walk away, he said, I'm going to heal you in due time. And he said, there's going to be an a powerful testimony behind it. Stop trying to pick up what God told you to put down. I shake it both Stop trying to pick up what God put down. God allowed people to walk out of your life. He allowed them to hurt you because that was part of your test. Hallelujah. But don't pick it back up, say of God. The enemy uses things to hurt you. God will turn around and use it for your good. The favor of God is on your life. God said, trust me on tonight. Trust me. Ask me to come in your heart to love right, say of God on tonight. Point to ponder. When God asks you to serve him, he will give you the strength. When God asks you to forgive a person, he will give you the strength to forgive him. All you need to do is confess that you need help. 
He will give you the words to say. He will guide you in what to do. He will make opportunities for you to serve him as well and minister to the person that hurts you. Most importantly, God will be with you through it all. Come on. There's nothing too hard for God. You are loved, called, and chosen by God on tonight. And because you are chosen by God, you are king's kid. Do you know your wealth? Come on. Do you know your worth? Come on, somebody. There's purpose in the pain. Isaiah 43 and 1 says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And because you are God's, we can forgive, we can love, we can behold again. I don't know about you, but I'm serving the double notice. He has no control of my thought process. He has no control of my mind. Devil, I got this. I got this, devil. You are a winner in spite of the curveball that had came to knock you down. High shake it of old side. Oh, my God. Dismiss and erase your hot shake here, the God said dismiss and erase from your mind every failure, every failure, every failure. God said some of you haven't forgiven yourself. You don't even love yourself. God said forgive and dismiss and erase from your mind every failure that has happened in your life. God says you are a winner. You are victorious. Huh? God says you can and you will do it. Huh? God said to remind you that you are a conqueror, that you are a child of the most high. And the child of the most high recognizes they are the head and not the tail. You are designed as originals, designed by God on tonight. And because you are, you are loved by God. Huh? So let yourselves prophesy to yourself on tonight. I love myself. I am a king's kid. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me because I'm a winner. Hallelujah on tonight. It's difficult at times to move beyond the familiar. Hashem, he said it's difficult at times for some of you to move beyond the familiar. But trust me, God said, God is making room for your greater robot. Many of you on this call are hurt from relationships, and you can't love again. But God said, God said, I'm making room for greater. He said, he is, God says, I'm yet pruning you of the things and the people that have withered away from your life. God said they had to wither away from your life, and when they withered away from your life, it was part of the growth for you to reach your destiny. You think that they walked away from you. God said when they walked away, God said that pain is going to wither up so that you can walk in your destiny. In order for you to understand who you are, have a relationship with God. In order for what God desires to do in your life and to manifest, you must let go and let God. Do not allow apprehension to delay the blessings before you. Do not allow apprehension to delay the blessings before you. There is a constant companion of failure and a mighty friend to regret. Don't let fear bound you. Don't let fear hold you down. But remember, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. There's There's a powerful anointing in your life, say of God. A powerful anointing. Sometimes we're all in the pit. Your pit may be your finances. Your pit may be your hurt. Whatever your pit is, God said, I'm breaking the strong man on tonight. Do you know your worth, say of God? Do you know your worth? There's purpose in your pain. Your healing was really a setup. How they hurt you, but it was really a testimony. It was really a setup for you to learn how to love. You're not going to die in the pit. They left you in. Put on your garment of praise on tonight, Ty. Put on your garment of praise. Don't be silenced by shame. 
Don't be tired of my fear on tonight. Ask God to reveal to you what he's holding, what's holding you back from loving again. What is holding you back in your life for you to be free tonight. God will put you where he wants you, even if, even if you don't think you deserve it. Come on, somebody. So many of you on this call don't even know your wealth. You don't know your worth. Come on. But God has put you in a position. I called you to it. But you've got to learn how to love God's people. You've got to learn how to love those that hurt you. If you're going to be used by somebody, let it be Jesus. If you're going to be used by somebody, let it be Jesus and not the devil. God says, Glory to God. God saw something hot. God said, God said, I saw everything, and everything that I made is good. That's not in Genesis 1 and 31, and that lets me know well tonight uh, that we're good, we're good. God made us, and he said, we're good, and because we're good, created us a clean heart, God, to love again. Created us, and that's a God to love again. God, we're no longer rejected, God, but we're accepted by you, God. God, we no longer feel guilty, God, but we're totally forgiven by you, God. God, we no longer feel inadequate, God, because we're desiring the way you're put in you, God. I'm no longer fearful, God, because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in you, God. I'm no longer feeling like I'm dumb or I'm not an intelligent, God, because, God, you've given me wisdom, God. You've given me wisdom, God. Let your wisdom reign on your people on this radio show tonight. God, we're no longer bound, God, but we're free, God, in you, God, because you said who the son of man sets free, God, is free indeed, God. God, we're no longer hopeless, God. God, we have the power, God, in us to prophesy you've given us power, God, to tread upon the surface, God. You gave us power to love again, oh God. So tonight we thank you, God, on tonight. God, we're no longer defeated, God. We're victorious, God. So we thank you on tonight. We glorify you on tonight. I hope you've been blessed by the word on tonight, oh God. People are yeah. on this line on tonight. Hallelujah. If you're on mute, you can come on mute right now. I'm going to open up the phone line. And if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to share on tonight, please do so at this time. Tell us who you are and what you want to share. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Pastor Drummond. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Sheila Drummond. How are you, Doctor? Bless you, woman of God. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Amen. I love what you said that about our work. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we go through different things and Hallelujah, and the enemy likes to play with our mind. That's why the Bible said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold. Amen, and I like what you said about that because it's time for us to come in alignment with God's word. Amen, and if we need to repent, we go ahead and repent. Amen, and make it right with God, and hallelujah, and make it right with whoever that we need to forgive and we need to love and and move on, and I just thank God, even in the situation that I'm dealing with now, amen, the Lord let me know, even as you were speaking, woman of God, amen, that hallelujah, the situation don't have me, amen, but hallelujah, I got the situation, because I got to continue to show love, amen, hallelujah, the Bible says that when we love, we heap hot coals of fire upon the head, amen, hallelujah, that we can't have bitterness, amen, but we got to go to a place of better instead of being bitter, amen. And I love what you said about our work because sometimes, amen, we have allowed people, circumstances, situations, and things, amen, to make us feel like we were not worth anything. Even if we made a mistake or, or something happened in a relationship, amen, we begin to evaluate ourselves and think that we're the cause. 
amen, but I realize in this season, amen, that people need to be responsible and be accountable for their own actions, amen. So I, I'm taking that word for myself, amen. I'm scraping that in tonight because I realize i got to go to another level with God. And even in this situation that seemed like, oh, my God, it seemed like it's devastating, but I heard you tonight loud and clear. I heard the anointing on you, woman of God, that lets me know greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And that God already had ordained this thing even before the foundation of the world. He already knew what we were going to go through before we went through it. And he has equipped us, mind, body, and soul, amen, to be overcomers. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. So tonight, I'm happy. I'm I'm glad. I got the glad glad down on the inside. I still got my praise in spite of hallelujah what the enemy is trying to do because that's all he does is blow work tickets, amen. But in spite of it, I've learned to praise him. Oh, because praise is my hallelujah weapon of mass destruction. If I don't see us, that's the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on now, woman of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I like the word magnify because that word magnify means I swell up. That means I got to bless him enough that it goes above what I'm going through. Oh, my God, hallelujah. I got to learn how to tap in and praise him above what I'm going through. Hallelujah. That's why David said, hallelujah, I will bless the Lord in Psalm 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will continually be in my mouth. Or magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. We need to start exalting the Lord and stop giving the enemy all the credit. Because if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, where would we be tonight? Woman of God, I tell you, you touched me. Oh, I was sitting in this chair. I had to get up from there. And I had to walk a little bit because, amen, you woke up something. My baby started to leap. In me, hallelujah, I felt that anointing right through the phone, amen. So I just want to encourage everybody in the body of Christ, amen, hallelujah, to continue to hold on to the horns of the altar, amen, because God has the final say, amen. I read the last book, hallelujah, Revelation, amen. We are winners, hallelujah. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, our Lord. God bless you this evening. Amen. Thank you, woman of God, for sharing tonight. We have about eight more minutes. So I'm going to ask um, Dr. Gary, Anthony Howe, if you have anything to say, keep it short. you have anything else you want to add this evening, man of God? Bishop Howe? Amen. So, I thank God for that awesome for the awesome word. Just one other thing I'd just like to add. I hear many Christians talking about they don't see the greater works. They don't see the miracles that took place in the Bible taking place today. And I want to say to you that the reason why is that we a lot of saints don't know how to love. For in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, at the end of the chapter, he says, I show unto you a more excellent way. And then he starts out in chapter 13. Man put the chapters, of, uh, chapters in there. His train of thought doesn't change. He said, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, which is love, I become a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. So if you want to rule in full demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost through your gift, where it be word of wisdom, word of knowledge, where it be prophecy, where it be the gift of healing, uh, whatever your gifting is or whatever office you're, you're setting it in the body of Christ, when you love, love will, allow, will free you up and will give you the move into the demonstration and power of our God. What do you think about that, woman of God? 
And, man, I totally agree with you, man. I got powerful, powerful, powerful. And in closing tonight, and we're going to pray our way out of here, I just want to say I love you means that I accept you for the person you are and not for the person that I want to be you to be. I can't change who you are, but I will love you and accept you for the person that you're called to be. It means that I care enough to fight for you and to fight with you. So that's real godly love. Amen. Sometimes you got to go through situations, and it may throw a curveball, but we still got to show love. The Bible says what love and kindness have I drawn thee. So I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You. Amen. Please pick up my book online at Amazon.com. It's called Releasing the Pain, Walking and Healing. I think online it's $20 maybe or $18. You can Again, you can purchase it on www.amazon.com or www.thebookpatch.com. Stay tuned for my new release of my new book in another two weeks or so, um, Hot, Bothered, and Single. So if you are single, you are in for a treat. So stay tuned, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You on tonight. Father, we thank you on tonight for your grace, your mercy, and your love, O oh God. God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, O oh God. God, I pray that those that were listening tonight were blessed, God. God, I pray that they were set free, O oh God. God, I declare and decree on tonight, O oh God, that the chains are broken off their minds, God. I declare and decree on tonight that the chains are broken off their hearts, God. I declare and decree tonight that your manifested anointing will flow on their hearts, God, that they can love like they never loved before, God. I declare and decree on tonight, oh God, that they can hear you, God. Let your anointing flow in their ear passages, oh God. God, give them a new revelation, oh God, that they never had before, God. I declare and decree peace. I declare and decree hope. I declare and decree long suffering. I declare and decree that we will love at all costs. God, I pray on tonight that we will be set for God. I'm delivered, oh God. And God, even as this week continues, oh God, God, I pray that you will move on our behalf, oh God. Overflow in our finances, oh God. Overflow in our natural and spiritual life, oh God. And God, even as our destiny awaits us, oh God, we haven't even tapped into the anointing, oh God, that you placed on our lives, oh God. Many on this radio call tonight, oh God, don't even know their worth, God. But God, let them see God with their worth in the spirit, God. We are bad, God. We are bad, God. You said we are bad. You said we are blessed. You said we are anointed, we are appointed, we are designed as original, and most def- and most definitely we're delivered and we're free on tonight, God. God, I thank you, God, on tonight. We give you the praise, honor, and glory that's due unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I will see you next Tuesday evening. Same number, same code. Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You. See you next week. Have a super fabulous week. And may God richly bless you. Be blessed. We thank you for tuning in to Destiny Awaits You. We look forward to seeing you right back here next Tuesday night at 9 o'clock with Dr. Alicia Walton. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. Bless you.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.